Hello and welcome to Table Talk Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Alvis Williams, and I just want to thank you all for tuning in today. Today we have a special treat. We have Isaiah Gaskew, and as you all know, we are starting a new series that is entitled Biblical Literacy. This is part one of a three-part series, and we're talking about relationship versus acquaintance but we're bringing it from a biblical literacy perspective and just how it is important that as we as saints, as blood-washed believers, that we are to know the Word of God. I mean, all of the available resources that we have, it really eliminates any excuse that we may have to not truly be in relationship with the Lord. But I'm excited to have Isaiah Gaskin join me today. And, you know, we're just going to go ahead and just dive right into it. But I'm just so enthused uh, that you tuned in today. However, before we get started, before we proceed, I just want to let you know to never miss an episode, to never miss another show. Remember to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Also, share this. Share this with a friend. Uh, share this with someone that you love so that you might be uh, an enrichment and edification to their faith as well and just be a blessing to them. So today we're talking about biblical literacy. You know, the scripture says that, that we are to study to show ourselves approved unto, unto God, a workman needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, that we are to dis- dissect that word, cut it up. Peter also said, he said, if anyone asks of our faith that we ought to know how to explain that, let our speech you with grace, our words seasoned with salt. So I got Isaiah on the line. We're going to talk first, just give a brief bio about uh, who he is, where he comes from, and his, what his passion is. So so Isaiah was born in Massachusetts. He was raised in Virginia by a single mother. He was called in the ministry at a very a young age, at the age of 11, to the prophetic realm. He said that he ran from his calling for years and just and started getting into parties and drinking and also gangs. Also, he said, I came to find God and come back to God in the ministry at the age of 17. He said, and then he was ordained and began to move in his gifting and his calling. He says he's now 26, he's married, he's passing youth, uh, and he's also just continuously working on business ideals. So um, I just want to just thank Isaiah for joining us today. We got three bullet points that we're going to be talking about. And the first one is this, what promotes biblical literacy? I mean, how can you make the word a part of your everyday life instead of just on Sundays? I think that's a big one right there. And we're going to just dive into that and just sort it out. Number two, we're going to talk about what encouraged you to go deeper as a young believer. I want to just get that from because Isaiah, he, he, he ministers to youth, uh, but I also seen he minister also to the adult crowd. Now, I, I say that all the time, that never never be so old that you can't, you can't learn, but never think that you're so young that you can't teach. So we're going to talk about that. I mean, what encouraged him to go deeper as a young believer? And number three, what is the difference between studying the word opposed to just reading the word so i got isaiah gaskew he's on the line we're just gonna dive right into it isaiah are you there yes sir i'm still here gotcha isaiah we just just thankful to have you today here on table talk and we just want to thank you is there anything that you would first before we get started is there anything that you would like to say to our listening audience well i just want to thank you guys for welcoming me to be a part of table talk and i'm just you know excited to be a part of this and i'm honored to be a part of this segment of biblical literacy and I'm just you know I'm just ready to dive in you know and share the knowledge or the wisdom I may have that may help other people who's listening right now 
great. That's awesome. I just also got to tell y'all that uh, Isaiah Gaskell is a good brother of mine. Uh, we attend the same ministry together, uh, Purpose House Ministry in Greensboro, North Carolina, where the residing pastors are Pastor Darren and Pastor Christy Bray. And I just want to thank God for our leaders, uh, truly the angels of the house. You know, the, the Lord says that he will give you shepherds according to your own heart that will feed you with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. I just thank God for that. Uh, it's always good to run aside uh, Isaiah and just to see it, his passion just exuberate just uh just just when it comes to speaking the word of God. So uh Isaiah, we're gonna dive right into it. And the first bullet point we're talking about what promotes biblical literacy. How can how can someone make the word a part of their everyday life instead of just on Sundays? What does that look like to you? Uh how can you help us today? <laughs> all right, all right. So when I first think, you know, I, I like to dissect, you know, definitions of, of things. So when I first think of biblical literacy, I, I like to break down the word uh, literacy, which means to be competent or having the knowledge in a specific area. So then when you add being biblical and, uh, and, and literacy together, and you see that it means to be, you know, knowledgeable, which means that you know and understand the word and the value it holds in your life. So then when you throw the word competence on top of that, then not only do you get the knowledge and understanding, but you also have the ability to successfully apply what was taught to you more efficiently. Definitely. So uh, when I think of, you know, the ways that make the word part of my everyday life, I say I can study the word. I can go deeper and become knowledgeable of what I read so I can apply mm. it to my daily life, which will keep me more focused and birth, you know, daily growth, not just, you know, growth for one day, but daily growth in my life. So when I actually dive into the word and I become literate of what I read, then I become knowledgeable and I'm competent, which holds me accountable for what I read so I can apply it to my life. True. Man, that's good stuff. And like you said, so like I said, uh, making us just accountable to the word it actually provokes knowledge. So, and, and I don't believe that the Lord has a problem with us having knowledge of the word. Like you said, the biblical literacy and the applying of the word. Um, the scripture says that the earth is filled with the knowledge and the glory of the Lord, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. So, like you said, there's nothing wrong with being knowledgeable of the word, and it's important that we are biblically uh, literate when it comes to the word. So, is there anything else that you'd like to share on that topic before we move on? Well, you know, basically, you know, like I said, just promoting it in your life will also open up a door for other people to see it in your life and, and, and see you as a walking testimony. You know how they say, you know, everybody don't need a preacher, but they need somebody who can be an example to show them. So when, True. you know, we as leaders are biblical literate of, what, of the word knowledgeable and we're accountable and we're actually following what the word says and we're practicing it daily, then those on the outside looking in may be able to see us as value and then they might follow our tracks as well because now we're not only speaking of leading, but we're leading by example. True. So promoting biblical literacy just isn't something I say, but it's something I do. It's in, which right. is, it's in my walk. It's in my everyday walk. Uh, I, I love that. I love that because the scripture says that now that after we receive Christ, let's, let us walk in him, rooted, grounded, built up, and established in the faith. Uh, that's just good stuff. Moving along, we got our next bullet point, which is what encouraged you to go deeper as a young believer? I mean, I, I know that, I mean, you said being 17, uh, God called you back and he called you uh, at the age of 17, and, and then you were ordained and began to move and your gifting and your calling 
Um, how did that look? I mean, you were young, but yet you're going deeper. What encouraged you to go deeper as a young believer? Well, what, what encouraged me was seeing not only it goes with that example of seeing other people do it. So when I seen other young people walking in there, gifting and calling, that kind of created like a fire in me and a drive. And it's like, well, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's my passion, and my desire, and my calling. So I need to put my hands to the plow and work. What also made me encouraged was to go deeper in my hunger for a stronger relationship with God and my hunger for the understanding of the word. When I was young, I used to be so discouraged and upset of my inability to comprehend what I've read. So that kind of created a, a discomfort in me that I couldn't understand what I read. So I kind of decided to put the Bible down for a while and get frustrated, like, God, well, you called me to this. Why can't I understand it? But yet that still drove the hunger in me because it says we're more than a conqueror. We have victory, whatever we face. So right then and there, it's like I'm not going to throw in the towel. I'm a determined person. So I'm like, I, I need to dig deeper. I need to dissect words. I need to, you know, use a dictionary. I need to. You ask people who's more seasoned in the words than me so I can gain and understand, like I said, just feed that hunger for knowledge and wisdom. And mm -hmm. another thing that really drove me to go deeper in the word was just pastoring the youth. You know, just seeing youth in general need God or be hungry for God and, and God choosing me as a vessel to usher them in and to feed them the word, to help them understand the word, their purpose, their passion, and you go deeper. That set a fire in me as well because now I'm not doing it you know, for myself, I would never was doing it for myself, I was doing it for God, but I can do it for the, the youth that needs God, that needs a leader to push them in to help them become leaders themselves. True. Oh, man, that was, that was great. I, that was great. And so, it, like you said, it, it was that seeing other people in the Lord that actually mm -hmm. caused you to be encouraged to go deeper. But it's something that you said that was really interesting. You said that you wasn't hesitant nor resistant about reaching out to those who was season in the word. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. How did you how did you do that without? Because I I know a lot of times pride gets in the way of you know reaching out because a lot of times when people think that a person is ignorant of something, ignorance isn't a bad word. It just means that I lack knowledge of something. Ignorance just means that I'm not fully knowledgeable in a certain area. How did you? overcome or was there any pride when it came to reaching out to someone that was a little bit more well-versed or uh, well-equipped in the word than you? How how did you go about doing that? Well, um, yeah, it was pride at first. And the first thing is I was one of those young people who wanted to let everybody see my gift and my knowledge. But then, you know, when I didn't understand, mm -hmm. then I keep it to myself and try to figure out but then I get upset and discomfort. But one of the greatest things I, I realized, you know, what good is knowledge or wisdom? It wouldn't be valuable if, anybody, if everybody kept it to themselves and then passed it along. So I had to realize, you know, when I realized that statement right there in my life was a fact because now I need knowledge, I need wisdom, and I don't have it myself. So let me go to the source of somebody who may have that wisdom for me to pass along because that's where the value lies. And I can say it was kind of like anger inside of me of my, my, like I said, my inability to comprehend the word that drove me to it. Because I, when I don't understand something, I get frustrated. But I still try to figure it out. It's kind of like in school when I had a math problem. I would try mm -hmm. and try to figure it out. But, yeah, I couldn't comprehend it to the point. I get frustrated, and I want to throw the book, but then I'll pick it back <laughs> up and still try to solve it. You know, and it was just my inability to, to learn that drove me to mm -hmm. finally swallow my pride and say, hey, I don't know this. I don't have all the answers. I need help. And just to piggyback off that is that sometimes we can become frustrated because there's a 
lack of knowledge or lack of understanding of something. But I, I loved it because Jesus said, uh, it's expedient that I go so that the comforter can come. We know the comforter is the Holy Spirit and that the Spirit of God, he's going to lead you and guide you into all truth. So there's some things, like you said, that I, within myself, like my cognitive mind, my finite mind, I will not know. But the Spirit of God, the Bible says that that God revealed himself to Samuel and Shiloh, meaning that the more Samuel sought God, the more he, he was seeking God out, the more God revealed himself to him. And, and it's like you said, a lot of times you may not, uh, you know, you may come across something and may not understand it within its entirety, uh, but it's okay. I still need, I still need to go into it. Now, that's not saying that we remain ignorant, but what that's saying is that uh, the spirit of the spirit of God gives gives revelation and knowledge and understanding. And it's it's wow. And I know this as a man of God. I know that this happens to to you sometimes. That have you ever read something and then all of a sudden you may be going about your day, driving down the road walking, working out, whatever, and then all of a sudden, bam, uh, the Spirit of God gets revelation <laughs> according to that scripture that you like, oh, man, Lord, I see now what you're saying Most about definitely. that scripture. You know? <laughs> uh, so, and, and yeah, man, so I, I, def, I definitely get it. Before we transition into our last topic, um, I wanted to, to briefly uh, hit on something. And I noticed that you mentioned in your bio that God called you to ministry uh, at the age of 11 and specifically uh, to the ministry of the prophetic realm. I know even when looking at the scripture, I mean, there's so many young prophets, uh, you know, Jeremiah, uh, Samuel, uh, God called them all at a, a young age. So what does that look like? I mean, being young, I mean, at the age of 11 and being called into the prophetic realm, what would you say to that young person that may be called to the prophetic realm, and the Lord is is really calling them. I know that sometimes it could be intimidating. What would you say to that young person to just encourage them and comfort them at this time? Well, I would start by saying being alone in a place of solitude isn't bad because that place is is a place of growth. You don't have distractions to input into your spirit. You don't have anybody swaying you your opinions left or right. You can focus on your calling and allow God to mold you to who you need to be. So to encourage them, I, too, was one of those people who was young, and I was like, I don't believe this is my calling at all. I got all these other things I want to do. I'm just a kid. I don't want no part of the ministry right now. I, that can wait. But then I had to realize, once again, I'm accountable for lives that I come across. So even as a young person, you can still be used. So, and you can still be accountable for the actions that you do or don't do. When God calls you, you know, he calls you for a reason because he knows that he can use you. So my encouragement to them would be to never think that your age is a factor to changing or affecting lives. And never think your age is something that can limit you from what God has for you. A lot of the times I thought since I was young, I can't be used as the, the, the older people. I won't be accepted by the older older people. And, and that seemed to be common in a lot of churches these days, a young person speaking, some older people don't want to show up to the services just because they think of it as a child speaking. But yet, when you step out in your calling and your purpose and God truly use you, then you will see how critical your calling is to the lives of other people, whether they're young or old themselves. Almost remind me uh, of Apostle Paul when he told his son Timotheus 
It is Timothy in the faith. He said, let no one despise thy youth. He said, but be mm-hmm. an example and word, conduct, uh, call out unto them the pure heart and follow God uh, in that manner. We're not to allow our youth to uh, cause us to be incapacitated. So definitely, man, I thank you for sharing that with that young person that I know desperately needs that. Moving right along, our last bullet point is what is the difference between studying the word opposed to just reading the word? I mean, how does that look? One thing to study the word, and it's another thing to just read the word. How, how does that look? We're talking about relationship versus acquaintance. How does that look? So so when studying the word is going deeper and gaining access to a greater wisdom, uh, that goes beyond the surface. So when you get access to the, the, that greater wisdom that goes beyond the surface, then you that means I'm digging deeper, I'm going deeper, I'm obtaining more for my life that's going to improve me. So when you study, you go deeper. And when you go deeper, you find that you can extract greater nuggets and masses of knowledge that will shape and grow you. So if I was to, like, just read the word, I'm not really picking as much knowledge up. It's not sticking to to my mind or to my daily walk half the time because I'm simply reading. And half the time you simply read something and you really don't apply or you're really not studying and going deeper, then half the time you're actually going to forget what you read even before you finish reading it. So uh, while reading this, good reading without understanding is basically pointless so you basically cannot you can't obtain what you need as a person in the spiritual realm to grow and transform you to who you need to become if you're simply reading but yet when you're diving deeper in his word and studying it then that creates the ability to apply it to my life to remember it so that way when i do stumble or if i need something that i need to, to, to rely on to catch me before i fall then it's like, well, I studied the word. I know what I don't need to do. I know what I do need to do so I can distinguish the difference that would help me give me that push. Whereas if I just read it and I forget, then when I'm at a rock in a hard place, then I'm not able to actually apply what I've read because I, I simply read it and didn't really study it. I don't really understand what I read. Whereas if I go deeper, I truly understand what I read so I know how to apply it and put it to use. Because I know reading can just be surface. It could just be surface knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I'm not against reading. I mean reading is I mean is great. I think I think reading is more so, you know, just almost like a daily dosage. It's almost like I, I look at reading as a supplement, studying as the source. Uh when we're able to go uh deeper, I think we're also going sober and we allow mm-hmm. God to also as we relate to him, he relates to us. Whenever I believe in studying, that's whenever black ink or red ink on white pages become more than just words, but they actually become life. Jesus said these words, like he said, I speak unto you. He said these words, they are spirit and they are life, and that's definitely key, uh, definitely key to that. What would you say to that to that young person that may be struggling in, in reading? Suppose they have a King James, would you prefer them to to go out maybe get a translation that they maybe can relate more to them or is there any translations that you you're not that you wouldn't really prefer but but what is it what's your thoughts on that as far as different translations well my favorite translation is the new king james version you know, because it does have a a more way to understand the word but i i do know a, a lot of young people uh if they don't really comprehend what they read in the word, then you know it'll also be good to to read out the the NIV version or even the Amplified Bible because those actually break down words to a much more uh, basic understanding for those people so they can actually digest what they read. So that way, if they was reading out of the Amplified version and if it has more 
the words that sound like what we speak on a daily basis, and then they go back and read the new King James Version or the King James Version, they can apply both of the two, and then now they understand what they read. Uh, another sure. benefit. A beneficial thing would be also to uh, actually get a study partner. You're somebody who may may have more understanding of the word or more sense of what they read, and sit down with them and have like a whole study group, sure. like you do at school. You can you know have a study group for for Bible study. You just two people, three people, and just bounce what you're perceiving or, or your perception of what you read with each other, mm-hmm. and just break down the words, and you guys bounce ideas of what you think this means, and eventually you, from there you guys are going to grasp the, the wisdom and knowledge that the Bible has for you just by two minds or three minds together. True. I definitely agree with that. When it comes to biblical literacy, I would encourage anybody, you know, get yourself connected, you know, to those that are truly following doctrine and theology of God's Word within a sobering mind. Uh, connect yourself with groups that uh, come together and they challenge one another in the word and they also hold one another accountable um i think mm-hmm. accountability is definitely one of the the main things that i think will actually help you grow and mature in the lord because when you're coming together like you said you have the ability to learn from one another uh and and i always say this is that not any one of us is smarter than all of us. we're able to come together and being able to chop the word up and dissect the word from a perspective that, well, you know, I see it like this, I see it like that, and come together and each one can break down, you know, their mm-hmm. interpretation or what they think it means, and then they can go deeper and also do some research when it comes to also the concordance or, or just basically, basically looking up maybe the Hebrew or the Greek, just looking up things, you know, of that nature, or even how they perceive it or comprehend it in, in the biblical time, uh, even because words within that time meant something like, for example, when Jesus calls his mother he says woman now if i was to call you know a woman hey woman, you know, it sounds it sounds it has a very negative connotation to it um but during that time that was during the first miracle he said woman what have i to do with thee uh jesus that was a respectful term that woman what have i to do, do with thee it was out of respect but if i didn't have any understanding of that i would think wow you know jesus is talking to his mama you know like like she's somebody just on the corner <laughs> so, so, right. But, but when you have an understanding of doing that time, it, it, it makes more sense. But Isaiah, I appreciate you, man. Is, this, is there anything that you want to say to our listening audience before we close out here? I just want to just say thank y'all for having me again, and uh, I just want to stress just the importance of just digging deeper into to God's word and having a relationship. And when I say relationship, it's not a conditionalized thing, but it's an unconditional thing. You know, it means <laughs> No matter what, how I'm feeling, no how, no matter how hard my situation may be, I'm still going to pursue and have a relationship with God. And you, when you talked about the difference between having a relationship and being acquainted, having a relationship with God, then it's kind of like those people who come to church on Sundays and Wednesdays, and that's the only two days they may know God are those people who may mm-hmm. come Christmas and Easter, and they think that's a relationship with God when that's just being an acquaintance. And when I'm an acquaintance with somebody, it may necessarily be a coworker at work that I may not know who they truly is outside of work, but I'm just an acquaintance. I barely know them. I'm barely scraping the surface of their personality of who they are. Whereas if I have a relationship with you know, basically I can go deeper and I know who you are. I know 
your likes, your dislikes. I know what you require of me so I can do my part. So I just want to stress just the importance of that, you know, going beyond the, the acquaintance level of a relationship with God, but going deeper and having a true understanding relationship with God and who he is. Wow. Awesome. Well, Isaiah, we want to thank you. Is there any way people can reach you? Uh, maybe uh, someone may, may want you to come speak to their youth, their young adults, or, or maybe come speak to their congregation. Is there ways that you can be reached? Yes, sir. So I can definitely be reached on Twitter uh, at Prophet Gaskew. I also have my Snapchat, IG.motivate, uh, with an S at the end. And then you know, I also have my Facebook page, Isaiah Gaskew, or you can just search Isaiah Gaskew Ministries on Facebook. Um, and those are all ways you can connect with me. Feel free to message me any sort if you uh, want to reach out to me. Gotcha. Well, man, we definitely appreciate you here at Table Talk. You were truly a blessing. Um, thank you for joining us today. We just want to thank you for just taking the time out of your schedule. So here at Table Talk, we just thank Isaiah, and uh, we just speak blessings over you. Also, we just want to let you all know, continue to subscribe and share. Go check Isaiah's page out. It's Isaiah Gaskew, last name uh, G-A-S-Q-U-E, Isaiah, like the prophet in the Bible, Gaskew. Go and check him out, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Go check him out and show him some love. Remember, here at Table Talk, bring it to the table, and we make real, genuine, uh, transparent conversation. Uh, we're not just talking to be talking to blowing hot steam. But, guys, remember, we love you. Care this. Remember, as you go out, be blessed. But more importantly, be the blessing. Table Talk. We out.